The following is an at-will presentation. Words stuffed together, imperfectly crammed like a can of sardines, stacked in for the feels. A rusted old clown car murdered out, matte black, perfectly patinaed. Sentences forming. Keep the listener engaged. Not boring. Can you hear me? No, really. Can you fucking hear me? Spitting lyrics into a microphone, this is a different kind of song. A heart-beated bass line, an emotional melody, you are my harmony. Your imagination takes my melody and raises the stakes. A blank page, yet undeniably preconceived. I mean, can you really fucking hear me? I'm not necessarily a writer, but I have words. I'm not exactly a poet. I am poetry. A teller of stories. This is a journal, a scrapbook, an audio platform, an energetic collection of emotional data, a sing-along love song. Love is spirit. Love is bodies, molecules constantly crashing into each other and forming opinions, manipulating memory to form instinct. But what we're taught only influences what we do. It doesn't dictate. Love is unconditional, no matter what. I met her first on stage at a Cosmo event. A queer columnist with spunk, a writer, a poet, a musician, an actress, a comedian, a badass feminist motherfucker, pink-haired and loud. We speak the same language, cut from the same bright cloth. My name is Nico Tortorella. Welcome to The Love Bomb. This is a conversation with a girl I love named Lane. Hello, Lane Moore. Hi. That's your Instagram name. <laughs> it is. Well, how did yeah, that my happen? Twitter, it's all of it. How did that happen? Hello, Lane Moore. <laughs> oh, it was just Lane Moore was taken. It's oh. like that that hilarious <laughs> tidbit. I was just taken, and then um, I was like, all right, well that that works. That's fine. <laughs> and that was that was and it was the same. It was the same on with my Twitter. So I was just like, okay, screw it. Yeah, my fucking Twitter, Nico Tortorella was taken. Well, I had it for how a minute. How was it taken? I had it for a minute. Okay. Okay. And. I like deleted Twitter because for a while I was just like drunk tweeting these like <laughs> stupid things. I'm so sad I didn't know you then. <laughs> this was like eight years ago. And um, I was just like, fuck this. I'm being an idiot. I got to stop. And I deleted it. And then I went back to go get it and somebody took it. Oh, wow. That's admirable though that you were like, I'm being an idiot and then yeah. like left. Because there are a lot of people on Twitter who should do that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's happened a lot in my life. Like, I'm being an idiot. I need to leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine, though. Like, lately, I've just been, like, kind of sensitive to stuff. And I'm like, all right, well, then just stop putting yourself in situations where, like, you don't totally feel safe. And that can be, like, with anxiety stuff, that can be, like, the littlest situations. Whether it's just, like, I feel weird when I talk to this person and I never know if they, like, hate me or whatever. Like, so, okay, just stop talking to those just, people. Uh, I'm going to walk away now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, all right, well, just step away from everybody that you don't feel, like, 100 with. Yeah. It's like... My new thing. <laughs> um, how old are you? Um, eternal. Eternal. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that answer. Uh, where are you from? Um, I'm from North Carolina. North Carolina. South. Yeah. And you live here in New York City now? I do. I how do. long have you lived here? Yeah, I've lived here six years. Six years. That's mm -hmm. a, that's like proper time in New York City. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You're like officially a New Yorker now. Am I? Or does it have to be 10 years? Oh, is it 10 I years? Is that the thing? I don't, I don't know. know. That's what I've heard. Whatever. I mean, you look like a New Yorker. It feels official. <laughs> I know. I always have. It's it's funny because even in, in North Carolina, um, 
that was kind of the thing. It was like I always kind of acted, I guess, like what people thought a New Yorker was. I walked everywhere. I've always walked really fast. They called me Victoria's Secret in high school because I like walked with a strut and it was really like I walked really fast down the <laughs> I was Such in a weird name. I was in Chapel Hill not that long ago. Oh nice. And I I was there with a dude. And somebody called us a faggot on the street. A collective and, faggot. Uh, just a faggot. No, no. Somebody was like faggots on okay, the street. I see, I see. And I was like, I, I mean, I never hear that shit. Yeah. And it was just like so fucking weird. Well, okay. So there's a whole, and I know that you're not particularly saying this, but this is something that I hear a lot where it's like there's this idea that the South is so, you know, prejudiced and, and you know, more than the North. And I find that to be total uh, BS. I mean, because there's hateful people everywhere. Like, there, I was uh, kissing a girl I was dating years ago in Times Square and, like, two teenage girls, like, pointed us and laughed. Like, the idea that, like, everyone in New York is so progressive and so cool with everything. Like, people get gay bashed here. People get called out. And, you know, I just I'm a, I'm a little bit not with you, but just with everybody, a little bit inclined to defend the South. Not, you know, uh, obviously, like the stuff that's going on in North Carolina with like the trans issues and stuff like that. You know, I'm not it's not a blanket thing, but just this idea that, you know, when someone's from the South and they're like intelligent or progressive or interesting, like overall, North Carolina is like a pretty progressive state. I think there's pockets of there North are Carolina pockets. That are very there are pockets. But like, you know, I mean. Just, Again, I'm, I'm not I'm not blindly doing it. It's just like we just have this. Some people just have this like, oh, South equals dumb and not progressive. North equals so intelligent and so progressive. And it's like, oh, come on. Like people are getting like it's horrible everywhere in some way. You know what I mean? I mean, I think it's horrible everywhere that it's not a big city. You know? Right. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just like. I mean, because I, I think for the most part, New York State. California state like yeah. there are terrible people in most That's of the states but in the yeah. cities themselves like it's progressive yeah. it's it it is I guess I'm just like but I just don't think I would ever be called a faggot walking down New York City streets I mean I heard about I I in, I think I, I wrote about I think I wrote about this a while ago, but like um, there was a couple that like that like happened to them, and they and then like some um, one of the gay men was like punched, and this was like in New York City, like so again, you know, I'm sure maybe the odds are different and the laws are different. It's just I guess I just always kind of bristle at the idea that it's like North is inherently safer or better, right. just across. I guess just any kind of generalizations I'm kind of against. That's like some civil war is. shit. Yeah, yeah, it's just like you know, it's just it's it's just weird to me that we still view it that kind of like. Oh, I think it's just also the idea that like, oh, southern people must be idiots. And it's like, wow, that's no. Jesus. That's a lot of people that you're calling, you it's know, a whole lot of people. dumb blindly. And Texas is my favorite state in the entire country. And Texas is a complex state. It really is. <laughs> but I feel so at home in Texas. Interesting. I love it. Yeah, I feel that way in a lot of a lot of southern states. Tennessee. I've I've mm. um, recently had some like chosen family near Nashville, and I like love it there. Yeah, Nashville's fantastic. Nashville's so lovely. Yeah. Um, all right. How how do you identify sexually, romantically? Sure. Um, queer and no one is good enough. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that good? That's where I'm at. That works. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't want to be, but it's like it's where I I'm I'm like easing into it a little bit. Okay. I'm kind of like found, you know, I think there's an angsty way of being like, well, no one's good enough. I don't like anyone. And then there's also just like, oh, no one's good enough. Okay. 
I mean, you think that like everywhere in the world, no one is good enough for you, or do you no, have like a I little mean, bit I'm of hope so, that there is somebody? I'm so, I'm so joking, and it's not even any sort of like I'm superior. It's just that like I want so many specific things. You know, it's that thing I think uh, a lot of you know men and women, gay and straight, everybody kind of goes through where you're just like, damn it, like I want a lot of specific things from a person, and I want like a certain what? depth like, and intelligence. What does that list look like? Oh boy. Um, I mean, there's like, there's, there's superficial things, you know, of course, where it's just like, I want someone to have like really cool style, um, because that's really important to me. And there's a lot of people just kind of don't care about that stuff. And like, I really care. And I like when people have like their own style and stuff like that. And that's, you know, that's important to me. But also like, I want someone who has just like a crazy well of empathy and sensitivity and, um, intelligence and curiosity and an, an activeness about the world where they they don't see problems that might not directly affect them as like not their problem. I'm very interested and engaged and constantly figuring out a way for me to become a better person and me to be able to make the world a better place and you know just constantly examining myself you know even when I hear someone say like oh I hate this person they did this I'm like hmm would I ever do that and how would I approach that situation and like it makes me probably like super neurotic and very anxious but I would rather be that way than like maintain a sort of complacency that's like oh who cares which I think a lot of people have and there's a part of me and I think most people who think too much I envy those people for having that simplicity and having that kind of like oh well that doesn't really like black lives matter okay cool well that doesn't really like no that bothers me and it's upsetting and I'm angry and I want a better world and and I can't just kind of sit and be like that's not my fight like it is my fight when was the last time you were in love? Mm, <laughs> I don't know anymore. Hmm. I don't. I don't. I. I mean, right, I well, when about, was the first time you were in love? Mm, okay, there, there. I got. The, I have that one. Um, yeah, it was. That was in high school, which is like not that long ago, but seems like a very long time ago. Um, well, see, I don't know if that was the first time. I. I can you tell that I think too much? Can you tell? <laughs> She's fighting, ladies and gentlemen. She's fighting. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, you know, I mean, love is such a, a through line in my career and my art and every in my brain. I think about, you know, so many people I've dated. I think about them all the time. When I'm when I'm in with somebody, when someone has made their way into my heart in whatever way, they're like always there, and I'll always think about them for better or worse. And it's like awful. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, the more people you date, the more spaces in your heart you have to like keep open for them. I don't know. I mean, I feel the same way. I don't like it. I feel like a hoarder. I love it. It's I don't honestly... like it anymore. It's it become heavy to me. Yeah, and a little, and just a little bit because like when you when you kind of overly romanticize it. You know, there's people where I'm just like, stop keeping him or her in there. They were not good to you. Like, yeah, you can romanticize this, like, one fucking day trip you took together. But, like, in the end, this person was not really good to you. And if I were your friend, like, if I were my own friend, I'd be like, fuck her. She sucked. She was mean to you. Or, like, fuck that dude. He fucked around with you. Oh, no, but also, like, I romanticize everything. Yeah. I mean, I I guess for me, I try to hold on to the good more than I do the bad with yeah. everything in life. But I think it's it's important to hold like both pieces, and that's hard for me to do because yeah. I just want to remember the good. But then, if you remember the good too much, then that can get you stuck in like nostalgia hell, and you're like, well, well, maybe that was really my person because look at all these good things, and you're forgetting all of the bad ones that. Let it to end. So this is a battle I'm constantly in. Clearly. <laughs> okay, so let's do this. What does love actually mean to you? Oh, man. I, I don't 
I don't really know if I know anymore. I, I've always been super romantic, and I thought that I knew, but I, I don't know. I've become kind of cynical lately and kind of skeptical, I guess. Okay, well, what did it mean to you before the fall? I know, I know. I mean, you're, you're reaching me at like a weird crossroads time. That's okay. And it's like not even Saturn Returns time, so God help me. It was a full moon last night, though. That's, so that's true, going that's on. true, that's true. Um, I mean, I think I just thought that it was like, I think for a long time I thought that what love was supposed to be was you were supposed to give everything that you possibly had or could give to the other person and they were supposed to do the same thing to you and then you were both just innately taken care of. And that did not work out for me really ever because I have a lot to give and will give so, so, so much. And, like, I love, like, you know, I'm very, like, bold and expressive and larger than life when it comes to love. So I tend to like, like, super, like, rom-com movie moments. Like, I'll make them happen and, like, things like that. And I'm just very into, like, grand gestures and ridiculous scenarios and things like that. And... Uh, not everyone is capable of that. And I want it. Like, not only, you know, most of the stuff that I give, I, like, also kind of expect it. Like, that's what I want. I need somebody who's as, like, passionate and grand and larger than life as I am. And that's that's just tough to find. We're and... out there. <laughs> I, I know you know we're out there. <laughs> I don't know that I do know that anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I've, kind of, I've kind of just rested on it and like maybe they're not out there and that's I have to be okay with that. <laughs> but I mean like I don't know. I, no, I mean. I think the greatest art in the world comes from love. I mean I do too and, and don't get me wrong like I still believe in it for other people and so much of what I do is about like helping people have better relationships and helping people find love and I, I do believe in it for them and for other people and I know that like sounds you know. I know that sounds sad. I'm just in, like, a place where I'm just, like, it was just taking, I guess what it is is, like, anybody who knows me really well knows that, like, I probably believe in love more than anyone they know. Uh, But just consciously, I think I just had to turn my brain off and be like, all right, it doesn't exist. And, like, it's a lie and it's dead. Um, Just to kind of get myself to... To be able to function and stop focusing on it, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Okay. So I so, don't totally not believe, but like I have to tell myself that I don't believe right now or I'm gonna be disappointed. Are you <laughs> are you taking this time away from loving somebody else to completely fall in love with yourself yeah. right now? That's yeah. what's happening? Yeah. You love yourself. Yeah. I mean, most of the time. Most of the time? <laughs> or what does that way mean? Way more to than you? I used to. And I think way more than a lot of people I know do, which I'm realizing and, and you know, I want I want them to have that same thing, but I just thought like, oh, well, I'm working on it. I don't know. But then I hear people say certain things about themselves, and I'm like, whoa, I've never said that about myself. That's so mean. And I and but you know, it's like I have that dual moment of like, oh, I hope that they're able to like develop some love around that, so they don't feel that way about themselves because that's upsetting to hear them say about themselves. But then also like a tiny little pat on my back to like, oh, yay, I wouldn't say that to myself. That's so exciting and I great. Mean, in the short amount of time that we've actually known each other, right, I yeah. I have heard you say some of the most incredible things about yourself that I have ever heard <laughs> anybody say. I mean, honestly, the amount of power that you have for yourself is, like, remarkable, dude. Thanks. It's like, <laughs> Thanks. No, but it's true. Like, I believe everything that you say. 
And I believe that you are going to get everything that you want in this life. Thank you. And like, <laughs> it just comes to like being able to direct that energy towards exactly what you want, you know? Yeah. And if like, if you're not looking for that love right now, that's fine. You're looking for something else. Yeah, I just don't. But don't let it go completely. I just have to for right just now. Just know that it's right now. Yeah, I just have to right now. If I if I if I let myself, it's a it's a protective armor thing. If I let totally. myself think that it's out there, it's gonna break my heart to think that I don't have it yet. I think that relationships should be like kind of what you're talking about, like what you have with your exes. It's very weird to me that like I was, and 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 there's sometimes I wonder if this is a little bit Pollyanna to feel this way, but um, where I'm like, how could we have been this close and we had all this connection and then we just never speak again? Uh, I, is I can't, insane. I can't it's imagine. insane. Yeah. But, and so, you know, you don't have that, but you are so... I have so, one, but there's one person in my life. Okay. Yeah. But that is so the exception to the rule. Okay. And I, you know, and the tough thing is I have people who, like, I've dated or there was something with and we still talk sometimes or we still have some sort of friendship. But there's always, like, weirdness there of, like, you know, I have one I used to date where it's, like, it can be, like, we kind of need to take breaks from our friendship sometimes because it's, it can impact, like... He, like, told his girlfriend, like, what we had and the connection we had. And she was like, what the hell is that? Like, don't tell me about this crazy connection you have with this other woman. And I, I told him the same thing. I was like, don't tell him about our connection because I want you to be happy and I want you to have that. Don't tell him that, like, you thought I was your soulmate or whatever. Like, don't or don't, don't, don't tell her that. Totally. That's so, like, I know he was trying to be upfront and I get it. But it's just that's one of the ways that those friendships well, can it's, be it's, tough. It's, it's the other people in their relationships that can make things difficult. I have I this one ex-girlfriend too, that's yeah. still one of my best friends and she's married now and her husband, I've never met him, yeah. refuses to meet me. Yeah. Like hates when we hang out. Yeah. Like kind of allows it but kind of doesn't. It's right. like a very fucked up situation but we're still like, I mean we yeah. talk almost every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, let's switch gears for a second. Sure. Is there a relationship in the world that you look up to? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the difficult thing is it's like I never know how these people really are you know of course you you don't um you're talking about like public figures yeah yeah yeah, exactly it's like you don't really know how this is you know for a long time for me it was Will Arnett and Amy Poehler and like they're wicked divorced you know whatever I thought I knew and that happens to all of us when like this like you know my version of a power couple breaks up and you're just like what how could you because we all threw all of our ideals on you and it's like who knows how that was I mean I think for me I've always wanted somebody uh, – I met this woman in yoga a long time ago, and she just, like – we were talking about love and relationships, and she looked at me, and she was like, oh, my God, you want someone who shines as brightly as you do. And I was like, yeah. And it was such a simple way to put it. I mean, who's the first person that comes to your mind when you think of somebody that shines as bright as you do that is a public figure? Like who has that? Oh God, I don't. That, I don't know. I that mean, light. You know, and it's it's the same. Like, <laughs> I hope that doesn't sound like shitty. Like shines as brightly as you do. It's just like, you know, lots of lots of creative people. I feel like who are on it. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's like I tended to date a lot of people who like aren't really sure what they want to do. And like I was, you know, at like five six years old, I was like directing and writing stuff and making music and like you know, I was just like right out like right out the gate and like doing stand-up in Sunday school and like from birth I've just been like this like force that was like I know what I want to do and I'm going to do this and I'm going to make this you know fake onion style newspaper though I didn't know what the onion was and then later wrote for the onion which is like crazy foreshadowing but um you know and just all this like I'm going to make this 
this like weird flip book and I'm going to make these songs and give them to these people's gifts and just like I just always had this like drive and this sense of purpose and this kind of like this just passion and you know not everybody has that same thing or or requires that and it's you a know. blessing and a curse, though. Exactly, because I don't want to make it sound like I'm, like, better for having this. It's just that, like, I'm a very particular type of person. Yeah, you're fire. Yeah. Fire <laughs> yeah. <as> fuck. <laughs> yeah, and that's, you know, I think that's, like, attractive to people and then ultimately scary to yeah. people. So. What does being queer mean to you? I think in, like, 2026 20, it won't mean this, but I think it's just being outside of anything you were supposed to be when you were growing up. And that's a broad thing to say, but like, you know, just encompassing gender sexuality. And I think anybody who identifies as queer in 2016 uh, knows exactly what I mean. You know, there's, there's a way to, to feel like you don't fit um, in terms of like, Oh, I didn't dress the right way or I didn't look the right way. There's that. But then there's a much deeper fundamentally me as a human being to my core in any given situation there's something about me that's just other and people know it yeah you know it's just this innate like it's just on a next level of like I didn't have the right shoes it's like I was not the right person and I think you know what I love about the term queer and what I think when I hear it is it's just like this just wonderful like all encompassing like you're different. Like, how cool is that? Mm-hmm. And I, the other night, like, you know, related but not related, I was, like, at a party with a bunch of other uh, comedians, and um, they were talking about how they never feel cool. And they were like, oh, like, I'm not the cool kids. I'll, I'll never be cool. And I was so blown away by that because I was like, oh, I think we're, like, the coolest. What are you talking about? And they were like, what? And I was like, they're like, you see yourself as cool? And I was like, Yeah. Because I'm weird. Like it once I once I realized that, I've never lost it. Like the weird people, the people who don't fit, we're the cool ones. I thought everybody knew that. You know? I mean I think we know that. <laughs> I know. I don't think that everybody else knows that. Well, now you do, guys. I mean, Confirmation. <laughs> I think we're like, ha- like having the fucking, you know awakening in the world right now and I think that like even just you and me sitting in this room having this conversation is part of it and I think that it's being recognized you know I mean less than 50% of the generation identifies as straight which is why I'm like in 2026 that'll be what's so cool is that it's like a lot of people will be like you know and I know even now there are people who it's like you look at these schools and it's like oh like they have like lesbian you know king and queen of the prom and it's like they're so much less likely to grow up feeling other and queerness won't really be a, won't really mean much anymore it's just like oh yeah she dates boys yeah he dates boys yeah like it's just like no one will care well do you think in 2026 then if we're talking about the future do you think that all of the other labels subcategories are going to slowly disappear and it's going to be you know queer versus not queer at all I mean, I don't know, because there's also strength in um, retaining and embracing a label when you know that other people had to fight really hard for it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of going through that with the term bisexual right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, for the longest time, I hated the word bisexual. But yeah, like as many of us do. Yeah. But on paper, I mean, it's exactly right. yeah. what we're doing. Mm-hmm. 
I have the ability to date boys and girls. Right. Yeah. That is bisexual. If yeah. that's not, I don't know what is. Yeah. I mean, and I, I totally support, I totally support, um, you know, people embracing that term and I think it should be embraced. But I also, for me, I know, I know there's a big like, oh, you know, do you use queer? Do you use bisexual? And it's like, everybody chooses it for their own reasons. And I applaud people who are like, no, I'm fucking bisexual and I'm going to do that. But I think what's cool about queer is that it's not, it's not necessarily saying like, fuck you, the idea of bisexuality. I think it's just more like, it's just more like, oh, well, I acknowledge that like, maybe my gender's fuzzy or maybe other people's gender are fuzzy. It's just a little bit more encompassing. But neither one is right or wrong. But right. that's kind of where I see it. But I don't see it as a like, because some people are like, oh, you're saying queer, masked, bisexual. And it's like, no. Yeah. It's just, they're just, again, they're all just different I feel like labels the- to explain something that's so much more complicated than we can ever explain in one totally. word anyway. But the like older generation of bisexuals yeah. is pissed about the word queer. And that's why I know. about the word fluid. Like, yeah. they're angry about and it. And I get it. And that's why I'm like, you know, neither one is right or wrong. And I understand it. And I will totally defend and protect and like adore people who are like no bisexuality let's keep using the term like I love it I'm again I really feel like everybody we're all supposed to be on the same team anybody who's other anybody who's different we're all supposed to be fighting for the same thing and I think you know and straight people included though straight people included well that's what I'm saying but but especially that like the infighting always bothers me in the queer community that's what i mean it's like bullshit we're all trying to fight for the same things and yeah we're using different terms and we're trying to figure out what it all means but it's just like i always get a little sad when i see any kind of infighting or like i see at a lot of stand-up shows this is something that drives me crazy a lot of gay male stand-up comedians their whole sets are about how disgusting vaginas are and how lesbians are dumb Mm -hmm. and i it makes me so angry because it's like that's literally your family and like also that's like you hating women but that's weird i mean but gay men do hate vaginas i know for the most part i know but it's like but a why is that your stand-up material that's like because the other gay men are laughing at it (laughs) well the shows i've been to no one was laughing (laughs) at those jokes but like but i get not liking vaginas but it's like uh... do you i don't get it (laughs) no but i'm saying like like if that's like if that's your dance whatever but okay you got to look at it this way it's like it just seems but but archaic. lesbians are it seems very archaic and also it's like you have to look at like the way women are being treated right now and like we're already we're told from birth that our vaginas are disgusting and now that's your punchline it's like you have to be mindful of like you know if you're like a straight gay man you're not fighting the same battle that even a straight woman is is fighting necessarily like there's so much stuff there's so much privilege and especially with Seeing gay men hating on queer women is so upsetting because, like, they're getting more job opportunities. They're still getting paid more. They still have – it's just like, what are you doing, man, for a joke that's not even that good? Your joke is that you hate vagina? Like, there's so many things about it that I'm like, what are you doing? I hear you. Why? How do you feel about the word fluid, to go backward for a second? Because somehow, on accident, I've become a poster – boy for the word fluid um yeah on accident <laughs> what, I, honestly i i i use the term yeah in a way to to i, I was speaking of the community i yeah. wasn't speaking for myself and uh-huh. then next thing you know nico tortorella comes out as fluid that's not what happened yeah yeah. i was yeah. like we're all moving to a fluidity 
right. towards a yeah. just all-encompassing love for ourselves and for each other. That's what I meant yeah. by that. But the word to you, how do you feel about it? I mean, I feel like it's fine because, you know, with me when I when I talk about it, I'm always just like, whatever the gender is, like, I don't really think about it. And it's funny because I, I realized this the other day, like, sometimes I'll think about, uh, maybe I put out our first album for, for Context uh, last year, and I will think about um, the fact that I think, you know, I haven't done the math because, like, who cares? But I want to say that it's, like, almost 50-50 in terms of, like, which songs are about women I've dated and which songs are about men I've dated. And it's, like, it's so interesting to me because if somebody sat down and listened to that record and tried to pick out, like, which ones are about girls, which ones are about boys, I don't think you could do it yeah. because they're they're all universal. And I don't think of those as, like, this was my relationship with this. Like, it doesn't – none of that mattered. All that mattered, you know – it was just like this thing that we had. That's it. And so, how it made me feel. You don't see gender for the most part. In terms I mean, of, it's there. I mean, it's like, s- I don't want to, right. It's there, but I don't. But on like a sexual level, like it's all, it's all the same to you for the kind most part. Of, yeah. I mean, it just, I don't. Yeah. I just, I think they're a little, I just, I don't know. I just don't know why it, I don't know why, why we pay as much attention to it as I guess we do. Yeah. Just, just in general, like in terms of, oh, you're a woman, so this must mean this. Oh, you're – it's just – I don't – If you had a gun to your head, though, okay, mm-hmm. oh, and gosh. I asked you, uh-huh. if you could have sex with a girl for the rest of your life or a boy for the rest of your life, what would you say? Oh, God, that's such a dumb question. I would be like, what kind of game is this? You're not a good friend anymore. What happened to you? No, this is a Hollywood, you know, fucking I know. paranormal just... activity type saw game that we're playing here. I know, I know. I mean, I couldn't say that. I couldn't say that because that doesn't I mean, okay, here's the thing, okay? Go. No like no straight person could say that either if they were like, if you could only have sex with a brunette or a blonde for the rest of your life. What fucking person? I think most of my straight friends would be able to answer that fucking question. Really? hundred percent. Most of my like broy dudes would be like, Yeah, dude, fucking blonde. They're like, that's what I like. A hundred percent. All right. What about what about women? What's the question? If they were if they were asked if they could only have sex with a blonde or a brunette for the rest of their life. I don't think women look at hair color like that on guys the same way guys do on girls. But I'm just, all I'm trying to illustrate is that, like, it's leaving out so many things. Who the fuck is this guy? This guy could be, like, so, you This has nothing to do with the person. I'm just talking about body. But I, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that has everything, like, it, to yeah. me, that has everything to do with the person. That's what I'm saying. It's not about cool. the body. This is a great segue to the next question. <laughs> I feel like in the queer community, it, you know, in the fluid, whatever, bisexual community, it is like a very misconstrued thought that we are all like very sexually promiscuous. And that's not necessarily the so case. So like quite pe- queer people? Or? Yeah, yeah. Like because we like both, we're constantly just fucking everybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just heard me. I was like, I don't not dating anybody. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> and I've I've had this conversation with you before. Like, yeah. I I cannot you're, have you're not, sex with yeah. anybody unless I'm emotionally connected. Like, it's just not going to happen. I want no part of yeah. sex unless no, I love you. I'm super relationship driven as well. I, I I don't think of myself as like, what is it like, serial monogamous? I don't think of myself that way. Although if I look back, then like, yeah, I guess I don't think of it as serial monogamous because I think of serial monogamous as being people who are like in a five year relationship and then within a week they're in another five year relationship. And I'm not like that. Right. At all. But I do, if I'm, 
if I'm going to be in something, it's yeah, it's going to be something with depth. Yeah, but but that's also the only person that you want to be sleeping with when you're in it for the most right, part. Right. Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which seems antiquated now with our generation, which is weird. But like so <laughs> beautiful. Like I, you know. I don't know why that's yeah. But if yeah, I th- it's but weird. I, again, I think that's what that's what frustrates me about about dating. It's like you know when you were. I feel like you were probably the same way, especially because like what I know about like your past dating history. So then, yeah, you totally were. Um, but you know, it's like when you're like. 15 or 14 and you like meet someone and you like someone and they're into you and you guys like kiss and you like hold hands and you're like they're my boyfriend yay but like now it's just like well we're just kind of and it's like it's this it's all these like asterisks and you know parentheticals and just like no one knows what anything means and it's like so I guess in terms of that then yeah I think I view it in the most simplistic terms in some way where it's yeah. just like oh and now we're a thing and we care about each other like in your <laughs> queerness i feel like you're actually pretty traditional yeah no for sure well that's exactly that's what's funny i'm incredibly traditional which i think uh can yeah which i think and that's can, fucking confusing for non-queer people i think you it is I, mean? I think it is because yeah exactly i well i mean i think yeah, if, if if I guess if you don't know a lot of people like that, you know, I think, I, yeah, I do. Because, I, you know, you see all the jokes made about bisexuality or queerness where it's just like, pick a side, save some for someone else. And I'm like, and that's just so funny because I'm like, on any, in any given room, I'm attracted to no one. So, like, you can have them all. Like, if you think I'm hogging them, I'm not taking anybody on. I'm not taking, like, like, they can ask, but I'm like, no, thank you. Like, I remember when... You know, I've had people who were, like, mad that, like, this is, like, high school stuff mostly. But uh, it was, like, my crush likes you and I'm angry. And I'm, like, okay, but I don't like him. And if anything, I'm, like, trying to nudge him to you. Like, I'm not – we're not taking anything from anybody. Yeah, you know? Totally. That doesn't – also, that's not even a thing. Like, if somebody likes you, that's, like, their choice. Yeah. I don't know. It's just It's just a weird – again, these are weird jokes to, that people make. I don't get it. Do you – hope that you find one person to spend the rest of your life with whether or not you believe it right now do you want it I mean who doesn't want that okay (laughs) that's what's funny to me I think there are a lot of people who will say that they don't I mean I absolutely I absolutely do in the abstract I absolutely do but I'm trying to also be okay with like if it doesn't happen cool because that's just that's new for me and I think it's important maybe to be okay with it if it doesn't this way you're not like because we're taught that like if it doesn't happen for us then like we're all screwed and life is hell and i'm trying to like create a life where like it's okay either way for sure i mean that stems from loving yourself you know yeah well i love talking to you i mean yeah same dude we don't we've actually only really had conversations maybe three times four times like real conversations like like this but they're always very they're always so good and like to be able to do it in this setting where like yeah we have these microphones in front of our face but we like we cut out the time in a day to Mm -hmm. actually have like a human conversation yeah like when else does that really happen besides like in a bar or like i mean i don't know we like scheduled a conversation. That's true. It's that's so true. I mean, ideally, ideally, we wouldn't have to. Do <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude. I mean, but everybody's like everybody's busy. But I mean, those are that's the only type of friendship I have. I think that's another reason that it's oh, difficult cool. for me. That's, okay. I don't have any 
other types of friends. I'm not capable of it. Hmm. It's the same way. Like, I'm just, I'm just kind of like that. Like, I want, like, depth and honesty or I'm just like, Uh, Yeah, or else I'm not in. I just can't, like, it's just, life's too hard. I don't want to be able to say, how was your day? Good. How was your, that's, I don't like it. (laughs) I just don't like it. Yeah, I want no part of it. Yeah. Well, thank you, my dear. Yeah, of course. You are truly something special, and the world is a better place because you're here. (laughs) Thank you. So much love, Miss Lane Moore. Thank you, too. Hey, guys. The deeper that I get into recording these episodes, the more connected I want to be with all of you, my listeners. Uh, People reach out all the time through direct message and Twitter, and I want more. If you guys are listening and you have anything to say at all, you have something you want to get off your chest, you want to connect with me, send me a voice note to thelovebombpodcast at gmail.com. Record whatever you want. If you got something to say, I want to hear it. And to Lane, I love you, girl. Keep on fighting the good fight. We need more people like you everywhere. If you guys want to know more about her, follow her on Instagram at Hello Lane Moore. That's H E L L O L A N E M O O R E. I love you guys. See you next Tuesday. I'm dead. We drop him. We drop him. We drop in some love bombs. I said we drop in some love. I said we drop in some love. I said we drop in some love. I said we drop in some love bombs. I said this.